Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Congratulations, true crime addicts. We've survived another week. It is Friday, November 17th, 2023. This week, Diddy done did it. A triple murder in Tinseltown and Florida dentists are the worst. All this and more. Stay tuned. Yes. Super excited. We are all pumped to have James Author Renner. James Renner. On. James Renner has zeroed in. James Renner once again drops a bombshell. Investigative James journalist Renner. reporter James Renner, who's been on the podcast a long time. And welcome back to True Crime This Week with me, James Renner. Uh, we got a big, big week this week. All sorts of stories, uh, true crime stories came in right at, right under the, the wire, at the buzzer, as they say. So all this is like super fresh. These are the tr- true crime stories that your friends are going to be talking about in the weeks to come. Uh, there's a couple here I'm sure will be made into Netflix documentaries and things like that, but you're going to hear it here first. From, you know, Uncle James, me. Uh, And as always, I want to thank Walter for manning the camera. Thanks, Walter. Walter's just back from uh, binging the new season of The Crown. So, welcome back, Walter. Let's get right to the top stories. Sean Combs, a.k.a. Puff Daddy, a.k.a. Diddy, was sued in federal court on Thursday by former girlfriend and R&B singer Cassie, who claims the music producer subjected her to human trafficking, rape, and physical abuse over the course of a decade, according to the New York Times. Cassie's real name is Cassandra Ventura. She was known to be Diddy's partner for many years after meeting him when she was just 19 years old in 2005. In her lawsuit, Cassie claims she got pulled into Diddy's high-style high life after his label, Bad Boy Records, released her debut album in 2006. Soon, Diddy was controlling every aspect of her life, she says. He controlled her career, paid for her car and apartment, and had access to her medical records. She says Diddy often became violent with her, beating her multiple times a year, including an attack in the back of a car where he allegedly kicked her in the face repeatedly. She says after that attack, he set her up in a hotel room so she could heal privately and would not allow her parents to visit. She also claims on several occasions Diddy paid male prostitutes to have sex with her while he watched and recorded it. 
sometimes taking her across state lines to do so, which is where those human trafficking allegations stem from. She says she would take copious amounts of drugs in order to dissociate during these encounters. These attacks continued until 2018 when Cassie claims uh, Diddy forced his way into her apartment and raped her. She claims he was creeping. He claims she's all about the Benjamins. But this sounds like Cassie has the receipts, and there are many witnesses who are backing up her claims at this time. So we do wish her well. Mexico's first non-binary magistrate was found dead this week under mysterious circumstances. 38-year-old Jesus Ocio Baena, sorry, Jesus Ocio Baena was a magistrate at the Aguas... <clears throat> I'm going to have trouble with this one, right? Uh, Aguas Calientes State Electoral Institute and also a professor at the local university there. They were a famous activist of Mexico's growing LGBTQ plus community. In fact, Baena was the first Mexican to be issued a gender-neutral passport. They dropped the gender vowels at the end of their Mexican titles. Here's what we know at this time. This is a developing story, and it's an odd one. I guarantee there will be stories about this to come. Baena and their partner, Dorian Danielle uh, Nieves, <coughs> Nai Nai come on, James. I, I even took like a semester of, of, I think like three semesters of Spanish. Where did it all go? Um, Nieves were found dead at their home on Monday. Uh, this is Baena and their partner, Dorian. But different outlets are reporting different details related to this crime scene. The Guardian is reporting that Baena and Nieves were seen on security cameras arriving at home at 1 a.m. Nobody else is seen going in, and the doors were locked from the inside. There was blood throughout the home, and both men were found holding razor blades. Now, the report from the BBC is a little different. That report mentions only one razor blade and says that forensic evidence suggests uh, Nieves wielded the blade that killed Baena. However, Baena's own father is refuting that claim, telling the BBC that, quote, the majority do not believe it, end quote. They don't think that this is a domestic spat that escalated to murder-suicide. They believe, and some of these supporters believe, that Baena's, uh, it was, you know, because they were uh, an out LGBTQ um, magistrate and changing all the rules there in Mexico that they were a target for a hate crime that was then covered up to make it look like a murder-suicide. So there, there's a lot of twists and turns with this one. Who knows who's telling the truth at this point, but all we know for sure is that Baena and Naivas um, are both dead, unfortunately. So watch, watch this one closely. Finally, uh, the, the last top story before we get to the cold case updates and weird news after the break, I gotta tell you one more top story. The son of a powerful Hollywood agent was charged with three counts of murder at court on Monday, according to a detailed article in The Cut. 35-year-old Sam Haskell IV has been charged with murdering and dismembering his wife, 
37-year-old Mai Li and her parents. Three people murdered and dismembered. He is currently in lockup in L.A. County being held without bail until trial. If found guilty, he will spend the rest of his life in prison. Haskell's father is Sam Haskell III, naturally. And Sam Haskell III is a retired agent to the stars who worked for William Morris and repped actors like George Clooney and Ray Romano. This crime unraveled quickly after a group of day workers called police and told them that Haskell had hired them to come to his house and move a bunch of heavy trash bags out of the garage, his garage, which is in uh, Tarzana. He told them that these bags were filled with rocks, but they could tell it, it wasn't rocks. It was something very heavy and mushy, as they, they said. And uh, one of them looked inside a bag and saw a torso with a belly button. The workers returned the money after that and left the bags. They didn't want any part of this. They called 911, but by the time police arrived, the bags were gone. But then Haskell was allegedly caught on a security camera throwing a trash bag into a dumpster in Encino. Police recovered a bag containing a torso they believe belongs to Haskell's dead wife, but the rest of the remains are currently unaccounted for. When detectives went to Haskell's house, they found blood and other evidence of dismemberment. Neighbors were told that there were more body parts found inside the home. The police then arrested Haskell. He's being held on a $2 million bail uh, at, this, at this time. Probably won't get out, even though they could probably bail him out. I don't see it happening. Um, you know, one little bit of good news here, Haskell's three children were found safe at school. So big news out of Hollywood, follow that for more. And after the break, I got to tell you about uh, an update regarding Rex Heuerman and his wife. Um, we're going to talk about this crazy case out of Florida involving a bunch of dentists. Not that I'm a, an anti-dentite in any way, but I got to tell you about that. So um, stay tuned. I'll be back in two and two. Please hang up and try again. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. 
Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And we're back with Beauty and the Beast, starring Ron Perlman. Got some cold case updates for you. Stand by your man. That's what Tammy Wynette used to sing, and that's what Aza Ellerup did on Wednesday when she appeared in court and smiled at her ex-husband, Rex Hewerman, who's charged with the Gilgo Beach serial murders. Aza filed for divorce six days after Hewerman's arrest, reports ABC News, but she was there this week when her ex-husband appeared in court for scheduling matters. Uh, now, Aza's attorney also revealed that she has visited Hewerman uh, in, in jail and is currently under contract with a production company that may be putting together a documentary about the case, which leads me to believe that her appearance in court uh, just yesterday, um, or I'm sorry, on Wednesday, uh, has probably more to do with her contractual obligations as part of this documentary Although it was reported in several newspapers that she smiled. One newspaper said she smiled widely. There's a lot of, you know, I, it doesn't really matter. But she did seem to be there in support of her husband, who's charged as the uh, Gilgo Beach serial killer. Uh, a witness came forward last month claiming that she met Hewerman and Aza uh, through the Long Island swinger community in 1996 and attended a sex party at their house with her police boyfriend and Karen Vergata. Now that's an important name in this case because Vergata, her dismembered remains were later found on Fire Island and it's assumed that she's also a victim of the Gilgo Beach serial killer. So uh, that ties everybody together, including his wife if this witness is telling the truth. So <clears throat> uh, quite a mess. 73-year-old Donna Adelson she was the matriarch of a family in South Florida. This family's full of dentists. Everybody's a dentist, all these Adelsons. Uh, the 73-year-old woman was arrested along with her husband as they attempted to slowly board a flight to Dubai, which is a non-extradition country. For, uh, the, and she was arrested before she could get on that flight because police believe she arranged the murder of their uh, former son-in-law, all this according to the Associated Press. Now, follow along with me. This case is pretty twisty. Florida State University professor, law professor, Daniel Markle was shot in the head in his garage in Tallahassee back in 2014. Now, at the time, Markle was involved in a fierce custody battle with his ex-wife, 
Wendy Adelson. Remember the name Adelson? That's, those, that's the dentist family. And Wendy was Donna's daughter. And Wendy, after the divorce, wanted to move back to South Florida to be closer to her parents, and she wanted to take the children with her. Uh, now, Markle said, no, you're not, you're not going to do that. So police alleged that Donald, Adis, Donald Adelson, that's the older woman, and her husband offered Markle $1 million if he let their daughter have the kids. He refused, because it sounds like he was a good dude. Uh, so instead, Wendy's brother, Charlie who's also a dentist, I believe, allegedly took $138,000 and used his girlfriend's connections to the Latin Kings gang to hire a couple bad dudes to murder Markle. Now, the girlfriend and the two hitmen have already been convicted for their roles in this, uh, in this hit. They apparently rolled on the Adelsons after being convicted. Charlie Adelson was convicted just last week and faces a mandatory life term. Now, strangely, it was Wendy herself who went to the police and told them that she thought her family was responsible for her ex-husband's murder. So I kind of, kind of like good, good for her for for doing that. Now, with the arrest of Donna, this Fargo-esque caper is coming to an end. This would make an excellent season of Fargo. I think it's it's one of those where they had the best intentions and then they decided to subvert the law and everything kind of went out of their control. So, uh, I don't know if there are any dentists left in South Florida after that. <clears throat> All right, next case. Yesterday, after only two hours of deliberation, a Texas jury found Caitlin Armstrong guilty of the murder of pro cyclist Anna, also known as Mo Wilson, who uh, Caitlin shot twice in the head and once in the heart after Wilson went on a date with Armstrong's on-again, off-again boyfriend according to Fox News. Armstrong tried her best to elude responsibility for the murder, using her sister's passport to flee to Costa Rica, where she got plastic surgery and tried to reinvent her life as a yoga instructor. I think I'd take prison over that. After she was arrested, she invented a leg injury to get to a hospital hospital so she could try to escape again. And she then led police on a long uh, foot chase that was caught on cell phone cameras. She has these grand ideas to get away with this stuff, but she never does. Um, anyway, she'll have up to 99 years to try to escape from prison once she's sentenced in this case, which could happen as, as soon as later today. The case of the woman with the flower tattoo was solved this week. On June 3, 1992, the body of a murdered woman was found in the river in, Dern, in the Dern district of Antwerp, Belgium. Uh, this woman was light-skinned with dark hair. She was dressed for walking, wearing a t-shirt with the name Splinter on it. On her left arm was a tattoo of a black flower with green leaves and uh, kind of a name written below the flower, uh, the name, and, and it's capital R, and uh, apostrophe, and then capital N-I-C-K, so Ernick, um, written underneath. That was the clue that eventually solved the case this week. A family member saw that photo and I, of the tattoo and identified this woman as Rita Roberts, who had moved from Cardiff, Wales, to Antwerp in February 1992 before 
stopping communicating with her, her family. Now, Interpol generally does not release details like that tattoo and other identifying marks, uh, unlike what we do usually in the United States, which is, you know, release that info in the hopes that it uh, would elicit responses from the public like it did in this case. But I think they're kind of old school and trying to hold everything close to the vest so that when a person comes and confesses to the crime, they um, they can make sure that they're really confessing and everything lines up. They just have a different way of doing things. But now they're changing. This was part of a, a new project uh, which is trying to identify 22 unidentified women who are murder victims in Belgium, Netherlands, and Germany over the last 50 years. So these departments are now going to share this information with the public, hoping to identify all these cold cases. So, so far, so good. Uh, weird news. Let's jump over to weird news. A Wisconsin woman was found guilty of murder this week. What was the murder weapon? Visine eye drops. A jury found 39-year-old Jesse Krzyzewski guilty of international... I'm sorry. That is intentional. Intentional international homicide. Although it all happened in this country. And, uh, and theft after deliberating only two days, according to ABC News. Police and prosecutors allege that Jesse murdered 62-year-old Lynn Hernan in 2018 by spiking her water bottles with eye drops after stealing nearly $300,000 from the older woman. Jesse was Lynn Hernan's caregiver and would help her at home. And at first, Hernan's death appeared to be suicide. When the police got there, there were a lot of smashed up pills on a tray beside the body, and they figured that she had committed suicide because of her declining health. But then the medical examiner, examiner did all these tests, including toxicology, and found a fatal dose of tetrahydrazoline in her system, which is the main ingredient in over-the-counter eye drops such as Visine. Jesse was a beneficiary in Hernan's will, which prosecutors say was the motive for the murder. Now, this has all the makings of a classic Lifetime movie. I, for one, think it should be called Get the Red Out, and obviously should star Valerie Bertinelli. Bertinelli? Bertinelli? One of those. Over to pop culture. There's a new documentary out on Netflix. Everybody should check out. If you like cults, especially, here's a, it's kind of a culty one. It's called Escaping Twin Flames. Here's the write-up. A couple built a spiritual business to help people find true love. Now, former followers are sharing their disturbing practices in this docu-series. Now, this is, what this is about is this company that uh, believed in soulmates. It was kind of like a Tinder on steroids, uh, and also a multi-level marketing company and a website. It, it was a mess of, of almost religion, but like trying to pe put people together. Anyways, they believe in these soulmates, which they called twin flames. And they believe that there were only 144,000 people that were the chosen ones to have these soul groups. So what is that, like 70, uh, 77,000 each? Anyways. Uh, only these certain chosen people had these soulmates and you had to log on and spend money and be a part of this program to eventually find your soulmate. Now, 
The downside of, of believing that way, of course, is some people are going to be put together with abusive partners. And they've been brainwashed to think that this is their one person in the entire universe and all of time leading to this one person and they're abusive so they can't leave them. Why would you leave your 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 flame, your twin flame? So a lot of people were caught in terrible relationships and lost a lot of money. Check it out. Escaping Twin Flames is the name of that docuseries. And for the book this week, I want to talk about this. It's it's climbing the charts this week. It's it's one of the top true crime books of the week. It's called Among the Bros. And it's written by a anyway, you know, let me let me tell you the write up here. A brilliant young investigative journalist traces a murder and a multi-million dollar drug ring leading to an unprecedented look at elite American fraternity life. When Max Marshall, that's the author, and this is his first book, and it's getting a ton of press. So, you know, I think we're seeing the beginning of maybe another Ronan Farrow. This guy's going places. Anyways, Max Marshall arrived on the campus of the College of Charleston in 2018. He hoped to investigate a small-time fraternity Xanax trafficking ring. Instead, he found a homicide, several student deaths, and millions of dollars circulating around the Deep South. He also opened up an elite world hidden to outsiders. Behind the pop culture cliches of Greek life lies one of the major breeding grounds of American power. 80% of Fortune 500 executives, 85% of Supreme Court justices, and all but four presidents since 1825 have been fraternity members. With unprecedented immersion, this book takes readers inside that bubble. Under the live oaks and Spanish moss, of Travel and Leisure's most beautiful campus in America, Marshall traces several C of C boys journeys from fraternity pledges to interstate drug traffickers. Not a giant leap there. Uh, the result is a true life story of hubris, status, money, drugs, and murder. One that lifts a curtain of an ecstatic and disturbing way of life. With experts pacing, with expert pacing and a cool eye, he follows a never-ending party that continues after funerals and mass arrests. An addictive and haunting portrait of tomorrow's American establishment among the bros is nonfiction storytelling at its finest. So check that out. Uh, I, I definitely will. Hey, um, uh, in other news, I'm going to be off next week because it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to have some turkey. Uh, next, Come next Friday, I'm going to be in a tryptophan coma recovering. So I, I hope you will be too. So have a great holiday. Have a great weekend. And the words of the incomparable Murray saw, that means we got to, 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 get down, damn it. True Crime This Week is a fearful symmetry production. Photo and artwork are licensed through Shutterstock. If you like the cut of my jib, I have another podcast you might enjoy called The Philosophy of Crime in which I attempt to solve the big questions behind our true crime obsession by looking to philosophy for answers. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next week. Sit, Brownie, sit. Good dog. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 